right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. fucking friday if you're into that type of thing got another full show i think i hope let's jump right into it first one up i saw some shit on twitter today gang and the bottom line is there's gonna be a sellout in every fucking group now that's just the bottom line right and i saw and it was a gay dude And he was talking about, you know, why do we have a gay pride month, right? You know, gay, you know, LGBTQ is fully accepted into the mainstream. And he just kind of went on this gay equivalent of a Candace Owens anti-black rant, right? And another gay dude responded to him with something along the lines of, this is the equivalent of running to get on an elevator and then not holding the door for other people, right? And I thought he fucking nailed it. And it made me think of, you know, like last summer when we started the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And I remember having to say on more than one occasion, you know, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean fuck white people because that's how it was taken. And oh, uh, the gay Candace Owens, this fucker, you know, was like, well, what about veterans? You know, that's real, you know, whatever the fuck. And it's like having gay people recognized doesn't take away from the veterans one fucking ounce. And it was just, and again, it's, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, and it's definitely going to tie in a little bit to the second portion of today's show. But again, it's, it's not the 1,000 that get heard. It's the 10. You know what I mean? For every 1,000 brothers and sisters of the LGBTQ plus nation who sit there and say, yo, we need a month of recognition. Yo, this shit still is unequal. Yo, I'm still being discriminated against in the workplace, despite what fuckface Frank Turk said yesterday. It's not them that get the spotlight. It's not. It's assholes like this. And again, they will put that person forward to make the point. And I promise you, gang, I will sit here and I haven't even done the research on it, but I can all but promise you people like a fuckface Frank Turk. Those are the gay people that he is quoting. Right. Every other one of our LGBT brothers and sisters who are in the struggle, their voices will not ring as loud. And the reason is. And I don't even know what this guy's name is. So we're going to call him John. The reason why John is so appealing. And now I'm sitting here thinking about today's topics. This is almost a 100% across the board tie-in. The reason why someone like John is so attractive to the mainstream, even though they'll make themselves out not to be the mainstream, like Christians are persecuted in America. Shut the fuck up. But a voice like John's in this case, gang, makes the mainstream feel comfortable. They don't have to face their bigotry. 
their homophobia in this case. Right. They don't have to uh, uh, take a look at the privilege that they've not earned, but they feel entitled to. Right. And so when a gay person and I God, what were we talking about? And of course, another fucking work story. Uh, What was it? Oh, uh, so uh, what did that person say? Oh, uh, they had made the comment about their retarded arm. Now, I didn't blow up at this person, but all I said was, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to use that term anymore. And this person kind of gave me a look and, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not like socially correct. And I was like, yo, you just it's it's not cool. One, that's a dated fucking term. You know, step your game up. And two, I said, you know, it's kind of like when I played ball. It was nothing for us. Again, now that was so gay. And like you just imagine, again, what, an immutable characteristic, something that you have no control of, no power. There is not a single person born with any kind of mental or physical disability that asked for it, right? And so every time you get minorly inconvenienced or maybe you tripped and fell, like, oh, that was so retarded. No, no, you just look like a fucking asshole. You want to know what? Go. Their their life is not your fucking slogan. You know what I mean? And same thing with, you know, that was so gay. I took someone's immutable characteristic and I put it on, slapped it on as the label for something negative. Right. And so, again, when you put a John Ford, in this case, the gay guy from the video, when you put a John Ford, John doesn't challenge you. John doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. So they like the Johns of the world. I didn't even look, but I bet you that uh, video has got like 5,000 retweets, but it's probably all from the people who have this mindset that what's why, why are they complaining? Right? Ellen's on TV. We know who Ricky Martin is. Clearly it must be okay. And so again, it, This dude did more to hurt his own fucking people than what he realizes, right? Again, people like a John, they they will not challenge the people in power, right? In in my case, again, it's the Candace Owens. You want to want to know why Fox News never has like a Roland Martin on their fucking TV shows? Because he's not going to sit there you know, roll over and show his belly, he's going to challenge them. And every time they fucking misspeak, he's going to call them on their shit right there on the fucking spot. And so, and again, it's like, uh, you know, when, uh, fuck me, because I mentioned this yesterday, when they talk about the ex-gays, when they talk about the ex-gays, they're going to go get the Johns, right? Again, I was on a thread yesterday, which I did not stay on. But one of the things was they forwarded me Milo Yiannopoulos, who's now ex-gay. Now, gang, if you have three and a half working brain cells that you can rub together, you know good and goddamn well Milo fuckface Yiannopoulos is not ex-gay. He's as gay as it right now as we speak. Milo fucking Yiannopoulos is juggling someone else's nuts in his mouth. And he's loving it. He's on, he's a professional provocateur. Y'all remember when that fucker was on uh, Bill Maher's show, um, Real Time? And he sat there. And he one, he's still a Catholic, or so he claims. 
And he also claims to be a sex abuse victim. And then on national TV in front of millions of people sat there and said it wasn't the priest's fault. It wasn't. It was my fault, Bill. I was such a sexy 12-year-old, I led him on. And Bill, to his credit, was like, come on. Come, dude, just don't. No, no. And my line, that shit-eating grin, but he kept going. He wouldn't let it go. My point is, it's people like Milo. It's people like this, again, John from the video. They will put those people out front. Look, Milo's an ex-gay. Look, here's John from the internet who says gay people don't need a day of recognition or a month. He's right. What about the fucking veterans? And you know what? Yeah, fuck me. Y'all remember when uh, Caitlyn Jenner came out? I really don't like Caitlyn Jenner anymore. And because I don't like Caitlyn Jenner anymore, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. When she was coming out as trans, she had made the transition. She had um, posed in that white dress for Vogue, which I got to admit, she looked fucking amazing. Turns out she's a sack of shit, but she looked incredible. And people were calling her brave. And then people were like, well, what about the vets? And then they were posting fucking pictures of Caitlyn like in a fucking bathing suit. And then a picture of a Navy SEAL carrying, you know, 10 wounded buddies and a helicopter on the other shoulder saying, you know, that's what real bravery is. Shut the fuck up. First and foremost, like I said this morning, after I belch, hashtag unprofessional. Again, it's easy to sit there and get on your knees and jerk the troops off now. You were doing that shit just 10 short years ago. But in terms of bravery, again, it's brave to be what Caitlyn is. It is. Because right now, being a troop is one of the most highly accepted. And that's not even up for a debate. Not, no, not even fucking close. Again, no one ever rushed to go buy my dad's lunch when he was in his dress greens. He didn't, no one even noticed him. Now, saying hi to a troop, paying for their lunch, saying thank you for your service, it is fashionable. It is Jordash Jeans, gang. It is. It's Donna fucking Karen. I can't even believe I know what that name is. Brave is doing what you know is right, knowing you're going to eat shit anyway, but still going forward. That's why Caitlin was called Brave. Caitlin knew she was going to eat shit because she represents a portion of the population that, despite what John says, is not fully accepted. It's just not. I think this is actually a good transition point for the second topic. And I know I just took a drink of this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. But you know, the only way we can turn the page on this show into another topic is to eat a little bit more of this Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. So while I was scrolling Twitter even more today, you're not surprised by that. I saw some shit with my main man, Godless Cranium. Who puts out tremendous shit? If you haven't seen Godless Cranium, first and foremost, you probably just got on the internet yesterday. Make sure you follow Godless Cranium on Twitter. Make sure you get on YouTube and follow this shit. It's fucking fantastic. But he had an exchange with some idiot 
who, of course, was going with the tired old trope that, well, first it started out with, and of course, because of what month it is, that uh, gay people, something along the lines of, shouldn't be appreciated, they shouldn't even be allowed to exist, or some shit like that. And so GC shot back with kind of like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? And then it went from that to this asshole linking being gay to being a pedophile. And then one or two more exchanges. And then Godless, of course, just hung up because you just can't have a conversation with that level of bionic stupidity. You just can't. And I've said this in other issues. Issues? What? Episodes? Gang, it's fucking humid as shit in here. Austin, Texas is a fucking armpit right now. It rains. It doesn't rain. It rains some more. Then it rains some more. Then it doesn't rain. But the thing is, it's 88 fucking degrees. Fuck me. It's like the inside of a fucking Nike football cleat up in this bitch. Where the fuck was I? Godless cranium. Oh, okay. So I said this in other episodes. The problem with a lot of our discussions and debates these days is that we just don't share the same fucking reality. We don't. We live. We don't live in the same world, right? And again, it's it's. If you are still gang in fucking twenty twenty one, this is the information age. You understand that? the 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 phrase "I don't know" is getting ready to go the way of the fucking dodo and polio. Everyone right now has an iPhone, an Android, an iPad, a tablet. I, I gang. If, I told y'all, I, I get to see my demographics every time I fucking uh, uh, log in. There are people in Russia who listen to me. Are you fucking kidding me? And to say I don't know in this day and age, it means you don't want to know. So if you're still tying homosexuality in with pedophilia, go fuck yourself, please. Is that we don't share the same reality. Right. Gay people do not. I mean, fuck me. And, you know, here's the thing, though. And let me almost kind of not really take back what I just said. If a gay person commits a sex crime, it's because they are a sex criminal. It is not because they are gay. Because if you're just going to be consistent, what happens when the straight person commits a sex crime? Notice how we do not tie the sex crime into their sexual orientation. Nope. We just sit here and we say, that's a rapist. They need to go to jail. But when it comes to our gay brothers and sisters, we still, we still tie them in with sex criminals. And again, we, because we don't share the same reality. Now let's jump back to John from the very first topic. It is people like John who make, Everyone else's job, straight allies and the LGBTQ people, it makes our lives just a little bit harder. It really does. Because, again, you can sit here and focus on all the good, which we should, but make sure you don't ignore all the bad that's still sitting right there. Like, there's a concept that I will never understand for as long as I live, and that is the concept of a gay Christian. That book specifically says that you are a sack of shit and you are such a sack of shit. You need to be stoned to death and not the sexy, vibrant kind of stone. Not what's in my pantry. Nope. Rocks. The kind of shit that we got in trouble for throwing when we were in elementary school. 
And I know, I know, I know. What what is it? You know, uh, when a man lies with another man as he does a woman, what he has done is an abomination. He shall be put to death, and his blood will shall be on his own hands. What's the excuse now? Because this wasn't an excuse when I was a kid. Nope. So now, thanks to hermeneutics, other words, otherwise known as the art of the spin or the lie, as far as I'm concerned, they didn't have a name for uh, pedophilia because apparently what that's supposed to translate to is when a man rapes a child. Okay. You mean to tell me that the Christian God is so fucking powerful, he created an entire universe in six days through dictation, but was so fucking stupid, he couldn't think of the word pedophile. Shut the fuck up. Like I say, all you guys do is make excuses. But again, for the my point is, for the five churches that accept gay people, and I know them, I, I, I've seen those churches, I've been to those churches, and like I said, I'm not here to strip anything away from anyone who's not ready to give it up. So if a gay person feels comfortable being a Christian, knock yourself out. But for the five churches that uh, accept them with open arms, there's 50 of them that were just chomping at the bit to call them a faggot to their face. That you again, we still tie it in to either the Bible or this fucked up ass. Uh, talking point that they are sex criminals. And the only reason why we do it were the two reasons, one, the Bible, and the other one, again, we just still don't live in the same reality. Going back, and I'm just going to rag John probably for the first portion of this show. It's the Johns of the universe that make life hard on everyone fucking else. Again, they're not going to go for the 1,800 gay people and their allies who are going to tell them the truth. They're going to go for the 18, like John, who say, oh, we don't need a month. Why, why do we need special recognition? John, you make me mad. I'm not even, you know what? Because John makes me mad, I'm a little bit more of this Hendrix. Plus, it's Friday, and I just fucking feel like drinking. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth let's go but back a little bit more on not being able to share the same reality and gang there's a mosquito that just landed on my fucking counter and it is the size of my fucking hand it's killing time hold on this motherfucker that god damn it nah I didn't commit homicide shit Gang, that fucker smelled me from miles away. God damn. Can you hear it? It's like a helicopter up in this bitch. He just flew away. He's probably going to suck the blood out of my body tonight out of pure anger. But where the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. Not sharing the same reality after my failed homicide attempt. But again, it's... We, we are still labeling the LGBTQ community in the worst possible fucking way, right? Again, we, we still think that trans uh, women are going into bathrooms and jerking off in front of little girls. Now, again, I'm still waiting to see all the numbers that support that claim. Lucky for me, I'm not going to fucking hold my breath. But again, we just don't share the same fucking reality. Thank you, John, for making it worse. 
Again, and not that you've ever seen, but I mean, if you realize that someone is trans and they walk into a public bathroom, the majority of this country, your ass will literally clench up. But you know what makes people uh, make a sigh of relief? When a Catholic priest walks in there. Are you shitting me? Gang, if I ever saw a Catholic priest walk into the bathroom, I'd probably whip that person's ass, you sick son of a bitch, you dick-slapping bastard. You are infinitely more likely to be sexually harmed at the hands of a clergy person. And you know that I am right. I've got numbers to back my claim, unlike fuckface Greg Abbott. But we do this because, again, we do not share the same reality. And the Johns of the world, the Milo Yiannopoulos of the world, they make life hard, first and foremost, for their own fucking kind. And then they make it hard for all the fucking allies like me and everyone else on this planet who can, again, rub three brain cells together and realize Look, if you just hate someone who's gay, it's because they're a fucking asshole. It's not because they're gay. Trust me, I have zero problems hating people. None at all. I do not discriminate. And the gay people that I do not like, it's got nothing to do with their sexual orientation. It's because they're fucking assholes. That's why. But again, it's these assholes that are making everyone's life just a little bit more fucking difficult. Again, I I don't know what was worse. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Listening to John pretty much bash his own kind, going into fucking Candace Owens mode on gay people, or watching godless uh, cranium have that incredibly short thread with this fucking idiot who immediately tied homosexuality once again to pedophilia. You want to know why? We don't share the same fucking reality. We just don't. And like I said, in this day and age, gang, if you are still saying the words, I don't know, it's because you don't want to know. Again, go go Google. Or if you know someone, if you're listening to this, you're probably on my side. But every one of us knows at least one person who's still stuck. I know someone at work. Of course, someone's at work. But God, I am sweating like a fucking pig. But to this day, and I've told this person over the years, You are doing it wrong. But this person still believes that being gay is a choice. And I've tried to break it down. I've had the conversations. Now when that person starts it up, I say, shut the fuck up. I do. Because again, at this stage of the game, if you don't know, it's because you don't want to know. And so again, for the people who are still kicking these tired fucking talking points, I almost hate to say this hashtag, not really. There's just a certain portion of this population that just doesn't need to be on the fucking earth anymore. I mean, seriously. Google that shit and move on and grow the fuck up. All right, I just tied up that little cheery topic. We're about to move on to something else, a little bit darker. And you know how I handle the dark situations. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Fuckface Derek Chauvin. His monkey ass is in the news again. Not that I need to uh, remind anyone, but just in case someone has forgotten who this fucker is, let me tell you his story. 
Fuckface Derek Chauvin is the murderer of George Floyd. This is the asshole who put 200 pounds of body weight on the neck of another man while that man struggled to breathe, called out to a mother who was already dead. And all the while, he put his hands in his pockets and had the look on his face like he had stepped on a roach. He was convicted on three different counts of murder. You'll never guess what his lawyers just did. They are making the argument that he should be paroled. And here are the reasons why. (laughs) One, his age. His age. He's 45 years old. And yes, I I have a, a gang. Let me say it one more time. I still don't say that all cops are bad. I do not believe that. I still do not believe all cops are bad. Now, the bad ones are fucking rotten to the core. But I do not believe all cops are bad. That is a stressful ass job. Now, as a result, uh, people who serve as cops, they literally live and it is statistically proven shorter lifespans. There is no way you see what a cop sees on a regular basis and you don't get fucked up. I, I still for the good cops, I have nothing but massive amounts of respect. And so one of the arguments is his age. He served dutiful, dutiful, what? A duty-filled career. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But, you know, because of the stress he's seen, he should be given some leniency because he's going to die soon anyway. The other part is pretty much he's just a good person. He just happened to make a mistake. Yeah, that's pretty much what they said. <laughs> Let me tell you something about fuckface Derek Chauvin. No, he's not a good person. And no, he wasn't a good fucking cop. Again, I said this when I went on my rants on Twitter and when I finally got my podcast about this shit. Let me tell you something about fuckface Derek Chauvin or that whole situation. And this is why Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, fuckface Tucker Carlson, all those assholes, dozens of them said he he did not commit murder because George Floyd was high on fentanyl. We knew that George Floyd had a criminal past. We had details about his criminal past. Who doesn't know that George Floyd held a pistol to a lady's stomach like eight years ago? We all know that. We knew every fucking thing about the murder victim. They didn't say jack shit about fuckface Derek Chauvin. Gang, that dude had over a dozen professional misconduct fucking uh, charges levied against him. He was not a good fucking cop, which means he wasn't a good fucking person, person, right? Again, one thing that I have learned in my life and this is why I immediately dislike Donald Trump. You, you don't turn, you don't, being a good person, it's not something that you turn on and off like a fucking stereo. I think I just dated myself by saying the word stereo. Some of you young people are like, what is that? Go fuck yourselves. You are either a good person or you are fucking not. Yeah, that's just the bottom line, right? A good person just so happens to be a good professional. 
You do not have over a dozen fucking professional misconduct write-ups as a cop and still get to call yourself a good person. Minneapolis police force. What was he still doing on the police force? Again, my boss at work, I always talk about the fucker because I think he's fucking phenomenal. Jack, he, he would not hire another uh, trainer, yoga teacher, fucking Pilates teacher, another self-defense if you looked in their past and they had 12 complaints of misconduct as a fitness professional. No fucking way. And that's just teaching people how to do a fucking sit-up. If you carry a gun to work and you have over 12 professional misconduct charges, you're not a good person, much less a good fucking professional. And so they're sitting there making this argument like this asshole should be let out because of his age and his stress level. And he's a cop. And I'm looking at the clock. I got to start paying attention to this clock more. Gang, I'm pushing up on the 29 minute mark. You know what time it is. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I have an addition today. I'm going to go turn on some motherfucking AC because I'm sweating like a runaway slave. Then I'm going to come back for round two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. First, before I jump into this, let me tell you guys something. Remember when I told you my house was a little bit humid? Okay, so I've got a little uh, thermostat control thing on my popper. I'm still learning how to work this thing. Do you want to know why I was sitting here sweating my one remaining ball off for the last 30 minutes? It was 84 fucking degrees in here. I mean, fuck me. I, I think they set saunas at that at a fucking minimum. No wonder. So I just cranked that shit down to 73. So I still got sweat running down my back. But I should be better in a little bit. Now back on topic. Fuck face Derek Chauvin. Again, gang. That whole thing was just portrayed terribly. And I'm not going to go on another 30 minute rant. I already have a show on that. But again, when it was all said and done with. When George Floyd lost his life. They made sure that you knew that he had a criminal past, that he had drugs in his system, all that shit. What did you know about fuckface Derek Chauvin, the actual fucking murderer? Yeah, like I said, if someone with George Floyd's, okay, another right hand turn. So my computer is old. All right, fuck me. This thing is so, I hope you guys can still fucking hear me. Okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, they made sure you knew everything wrong about George Floyd. What they made sure you didn't know was how fucked up Derek Chauvin was. And now the actual topic of conversation is him being paroled because of his age and his previous profession and everything else. Let me tell you guys something. I don't give a fuck. If he was the picture perfect cop, 
Derek Chauvin, and it's not just that he took a life. And truth be told, his 12 misconduct, 12 plus uh, misconduct charges, I don't give a fuck about. I don't. You know what I do care about? That he took a life, again, in the middle of broad daylight. He didn't smirk. His eyebrows didn't raise. Nothing. And I don't give two fucks what Ben Shapiro says. I don't give a fuck what the Countress Candace Owen says. Michael Knowles. Cand- uh, Tucker fuckface McNeil McSwanson. McFuck Klansman Tucker says. What Laura Ingram said. I don't give a fuck what any of those racist. Yeah, I said the word. Those racist assholes say. Derek Chauvin is a murderer. And I know, I know everyone is entitled to a defense. Well, he had his time in court. And he now has to fucking pay for the time that he took away for George uh, Floyd's family. Again, it is laughable. No, it's not. It's insulting. That the words parole and Derek Chauvin go in the same sentence. I mean, I'm literally sitting here pissed off. At first, it was ha, ha, ho, ho, he, he. No, not anymore. He murdered a man in broad daylight. He had people screaming at him, begging him to stop. And you know what he did? Not a fucking thing to actually stop. Do you know, for someone who's been close to death more than once, I mean, fuck me. Have y'all? How many of y'all have been close to death realizing this is it? It is somewhat of a soothing and morbid feeling all at the same time. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you I should probably be dead. No, not probably. My last brush with death, other than my suicide attempt, I'm glad I suck at suicide. And if you're feeling suicidal, go get some fucking help. Honestly and truly, that's no joke. Hashtag get it done. You're worth tomorrow. But when my kidneys fell, I still, one of the last things I remember hearing, because I was in and out of consciousness, was the doctor saying to my then wife, if you hadn't brought him here now, if you would have waited a couple of hours, you'd be bearing this fucker. So I know what it's like to be sitting right there. And George Floyd was right there for almost 10 minutes. I repeat, he called out to a mother who was already dead. He knew his life was about to end. And his murderer has the audacity, the temerity, the balls to ask to be paroled. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know the legal system, but whatever judge or whatever has to hear this bullshit ass plea, I hope they laugh so hard that they piss on themselves while they sit on the bench. Are you fucking kidding me? This country hates OJ Simpson more than they hate Derek fuckface Chauvin. Both of them are murderers. One, we had people talking heads actually defending. Everyone bashed fucking OJ. 
We still hate him. And you know what? He fucking deserves it. But we got people defending fuckface Derek Chauvin. This guy had the audacity to ask for parole. Derek Chauvin, eat a fucking dick. Well, that was lovely, wasn't it? We're about to switch gears. And you know how we switch gears in this show? Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right, next one up. Mike Pence. What the fuck? Okay, Mike Pence. I, Of course, I've never liked this guy. Now, when he was just the governor of the Hoosier State, right? I, I remember... A, uh, it was a clip they kept playing. Uh, God, what was it? Because uh, you don't know what is it? I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a conservative. I'm something, and I'm a Republican in that order. And they, they would all lap it up, and it's like, shut the fuck up. That was the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But I remember, it was, uh, they put him on the spot. I can't remember what show it was, but they asked him about homosexuality and shit like that. And he just, and I'm trying to remember what the exact question was. I don't know, can't remember if it was like marriage equality or something like that. But instead of actually answering the question, he looked at the reporter and is like, oh, let's say the reporter's name was Jim. Jim, I mean, we don't hate in the Hoosier state. And Mike was, and Jim was like, dude, that's not what I asked you. It was a direct question about Mike Pinch's feelings about homosexuality. He's like, uh, well, I, mean, I mean, I answered the question. We don't hate. That right there tells you everything you need to know about how Mike Pence feels about homosexuality. Now let's get to his fuckface wife, Karen Pence. This idiot, mama, right? Remember? I mean, it was she she uh it was about halfway through his stint as vice president. And this stinking ass bitch, yeah, I called her stinking ass bitch. You want to know why? Hashtag she's a stinking ass bitch. She took a, uh, a job at a private Christian school. I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem is, is that this stinking ass bitch put her name on a contract that said that she would condemn homosexuality. Again, rewind it all the way back to minute one. This is what John is furthering. This is what Milo Yiannopoulos is furthering. So clearly I have no love for the Pences. Now the second part about Mike fucking Pence I'm going to talk about today is I saw a snippet of his speech about January the 6th. Now I give him kudos for following the Constitution. You certify that election. You want to know why? It was certifiable. Joe Biden won the fucking election. For everyone who keeps telling black people to get over it, hey, take your own vice, assholes. Get over it. But then he started talking about January the 6th. Now, remember, these people not only stormed the Bastille, not only did they do the most fucked up shit like take a shit in the halls, Right? These, these fuckers had time. And again, I, I love it how Black Lives Matter protesters were not allowed to bring water bottles to a protest. But these fuckers are carrying ammunition. 
They're taking a shit in the hallowed halls of Congress, right? They had time to put together a set of fucking gallows. You know, the things they hang people from the neck until they are dead from. And while they were doing it, they kept screaming, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. Hey, Mike, I think they wanted you dead. That was a direct threat on the vice president's life. I don't like Mike Pence. But having your life threatened in that manner is gruesome. Now, when he's sitting here and he's talking about it, he says something along the lines of, because he and Trump, they've talked many, many times since January the 6th. And apparently, they just don't see eye to eye. No, Mike, not seeing eye to eye is having an argument with your girlfriend, or in your case, hashtag your boyfriend. Yes, I think you're gay. It's having an argument with your girlfriend on what kind of pizza you're going to order that night because both you're too lazy to cook. That's not seen eye to eye. The president of the United States tried to have your monkey ass killed. That's not a minor disagreement. When are you going to get your nose out of his asshole? Have some spine. Are you shitting me? Dude, I have always said, if you fart near my mother without saying, excuse me, your day's about to get really bad, Jack. You sat and you still have your tongue up the asshole of the man who tried to have you assassinated. You are disgusting, Mike Pence. But gang, believe it or not, I've got more reasons to be upset about Mike Pence. <laughs> believe it or not. Fuck Mike Pence. Okay, this asshole got up there and said, what apparently is the brand new talking point. And that is, America is not a racist country. That there is no systemic racism. And apparently he said it to thunderous applause. Now gang, this is a touchy subject for me. You guys know that. And because it's a touchy subject, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, I actually don't even know where to start on this one. It is so insulting. It is beyond insulting when I hear a silver-haired white. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let's let, let's do a little bit of research. And of course, since it's on the internet, it has to be true. Let's look up Mike Pence's net worth. Mike Pence apparently is worth over $1 million. That's a pretty good living. Now, that's not John D. Rockefeller. He's not Elon Musk, but he's not clipping coupons. He's doing all right. I love it how a silver-haired white dude worth over a million dollars gets to tell black people that there is no racism or systemic racism. Are you fucking kidding me? Again, what kind of asshole would I be if I told a woman to walk off those menstrual cramps, to tell a woman who's in labor for the last 48 hours, eh, it's a cramp. 
Put a little ice on it, baby. You're going to be all right. What kind of asshole? I have no idea. I was born with a dick. So when it comes to the all matters female, I need to shut the fuck up. But yet you've got Mike Pence saying that America is not a racist country, that there is no systemic racism. And the sad part, the really sad part, is that this was the vice president of the United States. I mean, it it is the equivalent of being the only sober person in the car, but no one is letting you drive. Why are these idiots up front telling black people that there is no racism. You have never been black, Mike Pence. You're worth over a million dollars, Mike Pence. You are in the Christian majority, Mike Pence. You've got no idea what it's like to be behind the eight ball. I'm so glad that you get to speak for black people everywhere. But like John and from minute one from this episode, he's got Fuckers like Candace Owens, Jesse Lee Peterson, the Hodge twins, crotch rot and shower mildew. And I used to be able to say this about the amazing Lucas, but I have to put in asterisks by his name. He's changed. You've got all these fucking Larry Elder, Tim Scott. All wasn't it Tim Scott or Tim Cook? I can't remember his name because I don't want to commit that fucker's name to memory. Who after Biden's first uh, State of the Union got up there and said America is not a racist country. Now, again, you can listen to the thousand of us who say that it is or the 10 who say that it isn't. And you know why they choose to 10 that they do? Because the 10 that do won't challenge them, won't make them feel uncomfortable. Nothing evolves during a time of comfort. Nothing You got to be uncomfortable to fucking change, Jack. And fuckers like Mike Pence, who was the number two, who was the second most powerful man in the United States, gets up there in front of a crowd of people and says there is no racism. That's some ignorant ass shit. And because I said ignorant ass shit and I just need to drink today. After I belch, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. But again, here we are. The the number two most powerful man just told a crowd of sycophants that there is no racism, that people who don't want to face the, not possibility, the fact that they are privileged, the fact that, that they are entitled, the fact that they have racist ideas, they just won't admit it. He just made them all feel good about themselves. But the fucked up portion is, gang, the real fucked up portion, just last month, we celebrated, we observed Confederate Hero Day. Let me say that again. Confederate Hero Day. That's an oxymoron. That's like saying you're a skinny, fat person. You're a tolerant Klansman. My ex-wife is a nice person. Those two things don't go in the same fucking sentence. Again, all of you assholes who hate Colin Kaepernick because he doesn't respect America, 
You fuckers fight tooth and nail to fly the Confederate flag from your fucking front doorstep. I don't know how to tell you this. Hashtag they were traitors. And not just traitors, the biggest and strongest set of American traitors literally America has ever seen. This country calls them heroes. We have a day for them. Daughters of the Confederacy. That's an actual thing. Confederate heritage. It's my heritage. People are proud of it. Quick right-hand turn. I know someone from work. I haven't seen this guy in quite some time. He found out that not only was like his great-grandfather a Klansman, he was like that Klansman, right? He was that dude. Now, my friend's name is Dan. Dan was, I guess, gifted his like great-grandfather's actual Klans outfit. And I remember he told me this with this crazy-ass look. I'm like, what the fuck's supposed to do with this? He burned that shit. I mean, I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm so fucking upset about this fucking topic. But again, this country, I love it how Mike Pence says it's racist not a month after Confederate Hero Day. Again, no such thing. Daughters of the Confederacy. Why does that organization even exist? Gang, I was talking to my daddy over the weekend. And like I said, my, my personal life, not a lot of fun right now. So my dad has just become a lot more verbose. 49 years, I'm learning more about this dude in the last three months than I've ever known in my entire life. Do you know what my dad has done with his dad? Because my grandfather was that guy. Apparently, Big Burke was the greatest man on the fucking planet. If there was right that had to be done, everyone went to Big Burke. It was like, what do we do next? Now, I'm going to try not to cry because, yeah, I literally just learned this. But you know what my father has done? And like when he was a boy, like seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Now, ah, this one's hard to say. About. <laughs> but um, uh, the town where my dad is from had lynchings. Again, for all of you who think that this is a fucking history lesson, you're wrong, you assholes. This is people's actual lives that are alive today. And back then, there were still black uh, burial places and white ones. You were lucky if you were black if you made it to the burial place. Because more times than not, your body just hung there or was in the bottom of a creek and no one ever found you. And they would um, tell Big Bert that, you know, you're down the street neighbor or, you know, John from down the street, you know, they, they got him last night and they lynched him. What do we do? And so my granddaddy would go and find the bodies still hanging from the fucking tree. And my dad was there and they would cut them down and take them so they can have a proper burial. Right. That's what my dad saw. Right. That was my dad's lifetime, I just learned this fucking story. My dad has cut people down from fucking trees. My grandfather. But I love it how America is not a racist country. This stuff still affects us today, Mike Pence. Because here's the thing, fuckface. The people who hung 
you know, John from down the street from Big Burke's house. Guess what? They're people, they're my age. And you know what? They probably still have the same fucking attitude. Gang, gang, I, I'm, I'm actually holding shit back. I've seen so much shit in my life. I remember saying this when I was a kid. This is a word-for-word quote. And again, I remember saying this because at this point, we were in the Ventura house. We were off post. And I've seen so much shit at that point. This is elementary school. And I remember saying this. So for as long as there's a Joe and a Jack and Jack is black, there will always be racism. That's what I saw growing up. Now, when a fifth grader comes up with that quote, you know this shit is fucked up. And again, I'm 49. I'm not 109. I know more about the realism of this fucking country than the vice president of the United States. Now, truth be told, someone told me about what Mike Pence said. And I got mad because I was like, yo, if anyone should know that shit's fucked up, it's the vice president. Because up until just now, Vice President Kamala Harris literally killed two birds with one stone. She is of minority status and a woman. Now, hey, fuckface, Mike Pence, take a look, Jack. Take a look. Every vice president since the day America opened up for business looked like what? White, 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 Kamala Harris. You don't think there's something wrong with that? Right? My dad, who again is not an emotional man, that dude has the emotional range of a fucking plastic doorstop. And I remember when Barack Obama was elected president. He sent an email to his children that was dripping with emotion. Again, this is a man who cut dead black people off of trees after being hung by, you know, the not racist America. And this was this email that was dripping with fucking emotion. Like all this shit that he's ever seen in his life, he never thought he would actually fucking see a black man in the White House. And again, look at the history of all the people that have sat on that chair. White, 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 and then an orange asshole. But some way, somehow, America is not racist. Thank you for making that pronouncement, Mike fucking Pence. I just saw a video. I retweeted it. I commented on it. Where they were taking, what was it, the body, was it Jefferson Davis, I think? One of those Confederate traitors. They were, they because they memorialized, gang, Fucking New Orleans. I go to New Orleans all the time, right? My family is 90 minutes from there. I Up until COVID, I just belt, hashtag unprofessional. Up until COVID, I never missed a Bayou Classic. Funny shit. And I would always go to Jefferson Square. Guess who that's named after? 
They finally, in 2021, thought, hey, maybe that's a bad idea, right? So they dug his bones up, and they were going to go put him somewhere else. And as this beautiful, elegant black queen was sitting up there talking, there was some asshole in the back carrying a Confederate flag singing Dixie. Dixie! I mean, fuck me. This is, again, not 1921. 2021. Hey, Mike Pence, America's not racist. Do you have internet connection where your Jesus lets you? I mean, fuck me. I mean, I know you can't be in a meeting with a woman without mama there. Does mama let you get on the internet? Have you seen the shit that's going on just today? I mean, fuck me. I mean, how many more examples do you guys need me to pull out of my asshole? Don't worry. I got plenty. Now, again, I've said this over Twitter. I'll say it right now. The first person to ever call me, again, late 40s, the first person to ever call me a nigger was my kindergarten Teacher, not my classmates, my teacher. Now, when she said it, hashtag fuck you, Miss Dee. I hope you stub your toe every fucking morning you wake up. Now, when she said it, the other students heard it. Now, again, you're in kindergarten. What are you, five years old? You don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Everyone heard her call me nigger. You know what they did for the rest of the day? They turned around and called me a nigger. I didn't know what the word meant. I didn't. And gang, to this day, I will never forget what it felt like to go home and tell my family, you'll never guess what I am. Because again, if one is good, a thousand must be better. And I will never forget the feeling of having my balls, my, my heart fall into my fucking nutsack when I found out that basically, not basically, literally, a grown-ass adult hates a five-year-old for something that he's got no control over. But apparently, America is not racist. Thank you for that, Mike Pence. King, I got some more shit to say. But for the second time in Gin and Truth history, I'm looking at the 29-minute mark yet again. You know the routine. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm going to try not to cry. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'm going to come back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. So where the fuck was I? All right, I was telling you some depressing ass shit. Right again, the, the first person to ever call me a nigger. But apparently, America is not a racist country. Thank you for that pronouncement. Fuck face, Mike Pence. 
Let's fast forward to what was that, 2018? Again, I, I, I will repeat this until the day I fucking die. But was it worth it? Again, all you assholes who are still defending Trump, who still think he was a good president. Again, even if the shit you say is true, it's not. All the superlatives that he accomplished. Let me ask you something. Is it worth it? Is it worth the hate? Is it worth the splintering? A brand you fuckers, it is. And not to me, no. Again, I, I long for the days of Republicans and Democrats versus Trump supporters versus everybody else. Now, again, I just told you what my daddy went through, right? Do you guys realize in 2018, we literally had Nazis fucking marching the streets in broad fucking daylight screaming the fucked up ass phrase that Jews will not replace us. You remember what our fuck face president said about those assholes? He called them very fine people. You remember that? Hey, Mike Pitts, remember how there's no racism in America? Dude, what the fuck have you been looking at? Seriously, you're older than I am. Aren't you in your late 50s, Mike Pence? That means you should have seen more shit than what I've seen. I'm 10 years at least your junior. And not only have I experienced more, I am recognizing it. I remember the fucking stories. And the vice president of the United States fed chum to a racist crowd. Because here's the thing, gang. Here's the fucking, this is the problem with the word racist and racism. It shuts down the conversation when in fact it should supercharge it. When you hear that you are a racist, you know what the first thing, my boy's shocking, right? Shocking. Simon. And Simon said, and because I said Simon said, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. But Simon sent me a um, a little quote from the grandmaster of all grandmasters, C. Joe Bruce Lee, his goddamn self. And it was something along the lines of, do not correct the fool. Right? Something along the lines of, when you correct the fool, the fool will hate you for it. Correct the wise man, and the wise man will thank you for the correction. Gang, when you are called a racist, especially for the people who are like, I get called racist all the time, Rob, I don't understand. It's probably because you're fucking racist. But when you hear that you are a racist, you should stop. You should pause. And like I said before, get your ego out of the fucking conversation and reevaluate your life. But instead, in this country, when people are told that they are racist by, you know, minorities, they dig their heels in. And not only they dig their heels in, they ramp up the behavior that got them called racist in the first place. 
Well, I can't be racist. I'm just going to continue to do the same shit I've always done, except this time I'm going to do it harder, longer, and stronger than when I did it before. And so, my, you know what that's like? That's like, and again, I love my fucking dad, but my dad was one of those guys. I remember we went to Germany once, and the person just didn't understand what my dad was saying because that person was German. And instead of asking for a translator or looking up, you know, English to German translation on your iPhone, my dad did exactly that. Where is the train? Okay, dad, saying it louder and long, he's not going to understand you more, right? Okay, if you continue to do the same shit that you've always, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. And when someone tells you that you are a racist and all you do is dig your heels in and repeat the same shit, you're not going to get any better. And you sit and you shrug your fucking shoulders. Oh, why am I being called racist? It's because you're a fucking racist. But again, you've got the whitest white man who has ever white. When you look up white man in the fucking dictionary, you probably see Mike Pence as entry number three. And this fucker made the proclamation that there is no racism in America. Again, we celebrate Confederate War Hero Day. We still have Robert E. Lee Streets, the six-pack on the UT campus named after six Confederate war generals, is still there. I was part of the fight here in Austin to fucking get rid of the name Robert E. Lee on a school where black kids went. Mississippi, they fought tooth and fucking nail. They were upset. They just recently changed their mascot within the last three years to get the name Rebel. Oh, no, it's a source of pride. No, it's a source of fucking racism. Mike Pence, you were the second in command to a man who sat there and, again, fed racist-ass chum to the racist-ass sharks, right? Talking about wanting to get rid of all the names of buildings and, you know, the same bullshit talking point about, you know, they want to change our history. What's next? And then he says along the lines of what are we going to name as an Air Force base is named after a Confederate war general. Hashtag that's a racist. You know, we love our troops and we love the black ones so much. They're going to we're going to make them serve under a racist name. But then he had the smart ass comment of what are we going to do? We're going to name it after Al Sharpton. Yeah, anything's better than a fucking Confederate origin. But again, I'm so glad that the whitest white man on the fucking planet gets to make the call on whether racism actually still exists. Again, gang, I can spread this out another 12 episodes with all the examples to show that Mike Pence is a blind, ignorant sack of shit. But on the Mike Pence portion, I'm going to start right here until the next episode. Gang, at now, my new usual is Uncle Bobby has given you a shit ton of problems. 
And in typical Uncle Bobby fashion, he's going to give you a shitload of motherfucking solutions. First one up, the gay dude who's a fucking sellout to his own kind. Shut the fuck up. Like I said, you have made life harder on your own kind. And the allies who actually support y'all to sit there and say that gay people don't deserve recognition, don't need recognition. What about the troops? What about them? In this country, we have demonstrated we don't give a fuck about the troops. But again, this isn't an either or conversation. Recognizing the accomplishments of gay people, recognizing the fact that our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters should be equal citizens, does not take away from their troops one fucking ounce. Dude, I hope you look yourself in the mirror and you realize what a burden you are on your own community, and I truly hope you snap the fuck to it. You are hurting your own kind. Shut the fuck up. To the idiot who got into it with my main man, Godless Cranium, shut the fuck up. Dude, even if that was a fucking act, even if you are an internet troll, you got to understand. And I've said this before a billion times over. One person's joke is a hundred people's fucking battle cry. Everyone who actually thinks like that got supercharged, Jack. They're like, hell yeah, we're right. Faggots are nothing but pedophiles. Shut the fuck up. Again, we don't live in the same reality. This is why we can't have this fucking conversation. Do you know who are actual pedophiles? You want to know that simple answer? Fucking pedophiles. And there are straight ones, there are gay ones, there are black ones, there are white ones, there are rich ones, there are poor ones. The only thing that pedophiles have in common is that they are fucking pedophiles. Shut the fuck up. Next up, and I'm going to take a perverse amount of pleasure in saying this, Derek Fuckface Chauvin, shut the fuck up. Again, apparently Chauvin is French for fucking murder. Dude, the fact that you even think that you have earned any kind of legal leniency is a fucking joke, and it is a testament. It is a fucking testament to your sense of entitlement. An entire nation saw you murder a man in broad daylight. Now, I almost can't blame you because there's a good portion of that fucking population who thinks you had every right to do it. So I actually see where you're coming from, but I still think you're a fucking murderer. Dude, actually the best place for you to be is in fucking jail. It's actually probably the fucking safest. You think I'm lying? Ask fuckface Casey Anthony. She murdered her kid, even though she beat the rap and her life has never been the same. And it's not for the better. Stay your monkey ass in jail. You are a murderer. I do not care that you are a former cop. I don't care if you're a Pisces. I don't care if you're a fucking Catholic. I don't care if you're a left hand. I don't give a fuck what you think you are. You are a murderer and you deserve to go to jail. Last but not least, Mike Pence, shut the fuck up. And your wife too, shut the fuck up. 
going to a fucking school that makes you fucking sign a contract that say that you fuck you. Again, if your God, if your Jesus makes you a better person, I like your Jesus. But your Jesus, madam, is a fucking asshole. I hate him, which means hashtag I hate you too. But back to your fuckface husband, Mike Pence. Shut the fuck up. Dude, you are an absolutely positively no position to make the call on if racism does or does not exist. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You got the coon train going right up your asshole to tell you how right you are, but you can continue to focus on that, but you're going to miss the fact that you're wrong. Racism does exist. America is a racist country. No, it is not relegated to small pockets of fucking small town America. Just because you don't call black people niggers, just because you don't call Vietnamese people gooks, just because you don't call Mexican people wetbacks, doesn't mean you aren't racist. Again, that's the problem with this country, gang. Our bar for racism is so barbarically and emotionally low that we actually think that not calling someone a slur makes you not a racist. And when we say things like, yo, there are these things called like implicit biases, right? It's just racism is sewn into the very fabric of the blanket that covers this country. What do people say? No, it's not. Really? Hey, what are you going to do this weekend? I'm going to go to the Confederate uh, Recreation Act. It was fucking fantastic. They're going to do the whole Civil War Act. We're going to sing Dixie. Hey, do you think we should take the name off of a school that says Robert E. Lee? Oh, you can't change history. He was a great war general. Shut the fuck up. Every syllable out of your mouth is fucking racist. And congratulations, you went another 24 hours without calling me a nigger. But guess what? You are still a fucking racist. Gang, sometimes I can't believe I have to have this fucking conversation. I'm going to start giving myself some more credit. Again, here I am, the the fucking brain-damaged student telling a whole bunch of Harvard grad and Stanford grads and magnum cum laude's and all this other bullshit. Nothing but straight facts. Hashtag maybe I'm actually smart. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. I'm going to sign the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.